Good morning and welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I am Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church. This is the last time you will see me doing a devotional from RAU in northern Uganda for the remainder of our reading plan, as far as I know. And so uh, we're in Isaiah 52 on our 745th day in God's Word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the truth of your word. Thank you for the day-by-day faithfulness that you've shown us to feed us with your word and to encourage us in our hearts and to call us to repent of our worldliness and our fear and our doubt and to trust in Christ. Please take Isaiah 52 and write it on our hearts, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Isaiah 52. Awake, awake. Put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For there shall no more come into you the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake yourself from the dust and arise. Be seated, O Jerusalem. Loose the bonds from your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For thus says the Lord, You were sold for nothing, and you shall be redeemed without money. For thus says the Lord God, My people went down at the first into Egypt to sojourn there, and the Assyrian oppressed them for nothing. Now therefore, what have I here, declares the Lord, seeing that my people are taken away for nothing? Their rulers wail, declares the Lord, and continually all the day my name is despised. Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore in that day they shall know that it is I who speak. Here I am. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy, for eye to eye they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth together into singing, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Depart, depart. Go out from there. Touch no unclean thing. Go out from the midst of her. Purify yourselves, you who bear the vessels of the Lord. For you shall not go out in haste. And you shall not go in flight, for the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard. Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind so shall he sprinkle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which has not been told them, they see. And that which they have not heard, they understand. Amen. That is Isaiah 52. Powerful. You know, it's very appropriate that I'm here at Reaching Africa's Unreached, at what feels like the ends of the earth, as we're going through some of these so obviously missions-rich chapters of Isaiah. And it's appropriate that Dan Iverson preached this past Sunday uh, and the Sunday before 
and that we're, we've been hearing this call from the Lord, very consistent. I didn't plan that far ahead of time to know we'd be in these chapters of Isaiah while I was at RAU and Dan Iverson was preaching gospel mission sermons. This is what God is speaking. We need to hear him because he's putting a word out to us as Forest Hill Presbyterian Church, as those who are under the this, this gathering under his word. He's calling us to remember what our purpose is in the world and what our calling is and what he is all about in the world. From beginning to end, the goal of scripture is the growth of God's kingdom, the multiplication of God's image, the glory of God spread to all the nations of the earth. We are Zion. We are the ones who have been redeemed. We are to put on our strength and our beautiful garments, according to verse 1. This is actually saying the same thing as Ephesians 6, when it tells us to put on the whole armor of God. Because what is our strength but the Lord Jesus Christ? What is our beautiful garments but the righteousness of Christ that has been given to us as a covering? And all the pieces of the armor of God, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, they are, they are Christ. Christ is the truth. Christ is our righteousness. Christ is our salvation. So to do this is to be aware and thinking and loving and acting and living in who we are in Christ and not in what the world would tell us we are by a worldly identity. Who you are is not your race or your gender or your sexual preference or your political party or the sports team you root for, who you are is who you are in Christ. And Christ in you, the hope of glory, should be Christ on you. Your identity, your purpose, your, your, your mission, your calling. And if that's our identity and that's our calling, then we need to shake ourselves off from the dust and arise and leave behind the bonds. The, what are these bonds? Sin, shame, worldliness, selfishness, pettiness. We were in bondage, just as in the Old Testament, God's people were in bondage to Egypt, and then they were in bondage to the Babylonians. We've been in bondage to sin and death. We've been in bondage to the world, the flesh, and the devil. Read the first few verses of Ephesians 3, which says, You were dead in your trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air living like the rest of mankind and according to the to the passions of our flesh and our mind it was it was the world and the flesh and the devil that that held us in bondage and and, and compelled us to do their will we can shake that off and we can say no i've been redeemed i've been redeemed i know the lord and then we can become the people with beautiful feet set free from our bondage to self and sin in the world, we can be the people with beautiful feet, the people who bring good news, the people who publish peace, the people who bring good news of happiness to the nations, to our neighbors, yes, to our culture, yes, to our nation, yes, but to the nations at the ends of the earth. We publish salvation and we say, God reigns. We say to the church, that's to Zion, we say to the church, your God reigns. And so let's together get out there and proclaim. One of the things I love about RAU here is that we're partnering with local churches. This is a parachurch ministry, but they take that parachurch seriously. Parachurch means 
called alongside the church, not something separate from the church. So we as a local church at Forest Hill support the work of REU in partnering with local churches in Uganda, in South Sudan, and in the Republic of Sudan to say to Zion, to the people of God in the church, your God reigns. Let's be beautiful, feeded people who take the good news. We sing. We sing because the Lord has comforted his people. How did he comfort his people? Well, it's the return of the Lord to Zion. It's when Jesus himself, as Yahweh incarnate, came to Zion. The Lord bared his holy arm, verse 10. That's Jesus. Jesus is the right hand of the Lord. He's the holy arm of the Lord. And as the Lord Jesus was, was revealed in the sight of the world, as he died on that cross and it said, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews, that is the bearing of God's holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And because of that, the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. And that we know that's what's being set up here in verse 10, because what's coming is the suffering servant song of Isaiah 53. If we know this, if we know the salvation that has come in Jesus, if we know that the Lord's holy arm bared was Christ on the cross, if we know that the coming of salvation was Jesus coming into the world, then we need to get out of worldliness, depart, depart, go out from there, touch no one clean thing, go out from the midst of her, purify yourself. Now, when I say depart from worldliness, there's this old school sort of fundamentalist thing that says, well, you don't watch movies or you don't watch television or whatever. I'm not necessarily saying that because that's just superficial, right? Some people took it even to the point where, you know, ladies should always wear dresses and skirts and men should always wear ties. And that's, that's not, that's not what the Bible's talking about. The mindset of the world is very simple. It's collective selfishness. It is, I'm going to get mine, and we's going to get ours, right? That's the mindset of the world is, I'm going to get mine, and we are going to get ours. It's, it's tribalism. It's collective selfishness. It's, it's this mindset that is short-sighted, self-centered, and ultimately hopeless and pointless. Get out of that mindset. Leave that behind. We have something better to live for. We have something eternal to live for. And it requires us giving of ourselves, even sacrificially, past the point of hurting to the point of freeing us to be joyful in our sacrifice because we have something so much better to live for. And what we're living for is this servant the servant who acted wisely, the servant who was high and lifted up and exalted. Jesus in John 12 made it very clear that this is talking about the cross. He said, I, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. And by that he meant being lifted up on the cross. That's where he's exalted, on the cross, where he is so marred beyond human semblance. But through the cross, he sprinkles many nations and kings shut their mouths because of him, because that which they had not been told, they see, and that which they have not heard, they understand. It's the gift of God, his own son, to drink the cup of God's wrath, to free us from bondage, to fear and death, to make us children of God and give us the most wonderful purpose to live for. Will we live for it? Let's pray. Father, thank you for Jesus, our Savior. Thank you for his kingdom. 
Thank you for making us a part of it. What a privilege. What a blessing. Help us to walk in that privilege. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for Isaiah 52. I think the next time you see me, I'll be back home. Uh, and actually, by the time this is released, I'm already back home. But uh, I hope you have a blessed day in the Lord. I hope you can join me again as we're back in God's Word again tomorrow.